The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Hi, I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Edmund Sproat Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KBTV Channel 8. And Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KUCW Channel 30 of Ogden and Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station, KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cleve for over 90 years in our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn, Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
Today, we are celebrating the 44th anniversary of the Balogo Branch Church, located in Balogo, Picawayan, Philippines, with Pastor Hannibal and Mrs. Deborah Aspera overseeing the work. May the Lord bless the anniversary service and all the saints and friends who have made their way to assemble together on this grand and glorious occasion. The church choir, under the direction of Millie Hom, will sing the spirit-inspired song entitled, He Made Everything New. They will be ably accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. Jesus is our wonderful Lord and Savior. As we take on his name in water baptism, be filled with his Holy Spirit and continue to walk with the Lord, he will make everything new. As the word to the song goes, now I'm walking in sunshine, cloudy skies have turned blue. Jesus took me and saved me, he made everything new. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words appear on your television screen. Jesus, He made everything new. 
The church band under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play the song entitled, Feel the Spirit. Yes, viewers, every time we feel the Spirit of the Lord moving in our hearts, we should get down on our knees and pray, for prayer is the strength of the gospel work. It is prayer that moves the mighty hand of God, which in turn moves the whole world. Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr. will now give the Lord all the praises and glory singing the Spirit-inspiring song, Sweet, Sweet Spirit. 
Doing his background music will be Head Pastor Billy Hanjun on piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Aming on bass, Iris Locke on the drums, and Mason Asano Sr. and yours truly on the guitar. Thank the Lord that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is peace and happiness. This song brings such comforting words, sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay right here with us, filling us with your love. And for these blessings, we lift our hearts with praise. Without a doubt, we'll know that we have been revived when we shall leave this place. Spirit. 
The church choir will now perform their final number for today entitled, The Old-Fashioned Meeting. We thank the Lord that through all the years He never changes. He is always there to comfort us and to take away the burdens that we bear. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. We are blessed to hear from the church orchestra who will play the song, Old Time Power. We believe one day soon the power from heaven will descend once again, just like it did on the day of Pentecost. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is unity and power. As we wait upon His promises, He will surely make a way to victory.
Associate Pastor Marvin and Mrs. Sherilyn Abing will now blend their voices to the song entitled Spirit Song. To our faithful viewers out there, let the Lord have his way in your lives. Let the love of the Lord fill your hearts and satisfy your souls. Let the Lord enfold you with his spirit and his love. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to Miss Christy Hahn, a dear sister in Christ who can be found faithfully serving the Lord. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life as you press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Have a wonderful Sunday. Son of God and for you with his spirit and his love let him fill your heart and satisfy your soul oh let him have the things that hold you and his spirit
both His Spirit and His Shalom and good morning everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda and I would like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental United States for viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XD TV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming, from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now, concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday School for All Ages will begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Kessinari Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asanok Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espero in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espero in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program to Associate Pastor Trustee Edwin Sproad Sr., 
who would bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Thank you, Melvin. Good morning, dear television viewers, and welcome to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast. As we put our shoulders to the gospel wheel for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, please join me in the reading of today's sermon topic entitled, Servants Called by the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, we too, as servants and saints of God, have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and have been called to help preach the gospel of the kingdom of God, just as the Lord Jesus Christ himself preached to every man, woman, and child upon this earth. The designation of God's servants in the Bible begins with the Jews and the nation of Israel. And today, both Jew and Gentile believers who accept the Lord Jesus Christ by being baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit can be called God's spiritual Israelites, God's servants, and members in the family of Jesus Christ. God's word the Bible denotes in Psalms 105, 11 through 15, saying unto thee, will I give the land of Canaan the lot of your inheritance, when there were but a few men in number, yea, very few and strangers in it, when they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people, he suffered no man to do them wrong, yea, he reproved kings for their sake, saying, touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. In the Bible, God refers to the people of Israel as his firstborn son, being special in his eyes, and sanctified unto him. Being the firstborn son brings God's full blessing, a double portion of inheritance with special rights and privileges and the spiritual designation of being a priest for the family. Zechariah 2.8 adds this designation. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, after the glory hath he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you. For he that toucheth you toucheth the apple of his eye. God's covenant with Abraham regarding his descendants of Israel is still in force today, regardless of Israel's present state of affairs. And the Jews remain his blessed people, and God will bless all those who bless them and will curse all those who curse them. Today the nation of Israel is under constant attack by its enemies in those nations around them. Though small in stature, the nation of Israel remains a formidable military and political force in the Middle East. And this confirms God's roof sign warning to the whole world above every one of the apostolic faith churches in Hawaii and the Philippines, which reads, Jesus coming soon. God's word, the Bible instructs mankind that when the enemies surround Jerusalem, then look up for your redemption draweth nigh. And the present situation in the Middle East is a present day confirmation of God's word. And those nations who support Israel under these tense, intense circumstances will be blessed according to God's word in Psalms 122.6, which reads, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. And here in the apostolic faith churches, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and hastening of the soon coming return of Jesus Christ in clouds of glory. For Jesus Christ is the King of kings, Lord of lords, the Almighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. The exodus of the Jews from Egypt characterizes Israel as the firstborn of God's plan of salvation. There were a mixed multitude of Jews that left Egypt under the leadership of Moses. And in essence, they are the redeemed church being comprised of every tongue, kindred, and people, and thus have become a nation of priests, being the oracles of God. God's word in 1 Peter 2.9 describes God's spiritual Israelites, 
It says, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood and a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Believers who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and Master are his servants and true witnesses who are charged to proclaim the gospel of the kingdom of God to all mankind. God's true born again believers must live courageously in his righteousness amidst the prevalent lifestyles of today. They must possess strong spiritual faith and must be strengthened daily by the power of God's Holy Spirit within. Eternal life is God's spiritual inheritance and promise given to believers who accept Jesus Christ as their Savior, Master, and Lord. And they are the believers who have been born again by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit. In John 3, 5, the Lord Jesus Christ gave his commandment for the salvation of souls to every man, woman, and child. It reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in John 3, 6, and 7, the Lord Jesus Christ also commanded, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Today, true born-again Christians, believer, Christian believers must humble themselves before the Lord Jesus Christ by accepting Him as their personal Savior. And our Lord Jesus Christ is mankind's only way of escape from the consequences of sin and death. Attending a church, being a religious person, or following a religious creed does not save you. And even your spouse, minister, or friend cannot save you because it is an individual matter between yourself and the Lord Jesus Christ. God's plan of salvation brings every man, woman, and child into a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And He alone holds the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And only Jesus Christ can save you and write your name in the Lamb's book of life in heaven. Therefore, the gospel good news founded upon biblical principles is Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Peter preached this message in Acts 2.38 on the day of Pentecost. It reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. In God's word spoken by the Lord Jesus Christ, the Almighty God commands men, women, and children everywhere, saying, you must be born again. Adam and Eve, four parents of the human race, disobeyed God's instruction in the Garden of Eden when they ate the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God, therefore, had to send His Son, Jesus Christ, as a sacrifice for sin to redeem the whole world from the curse of sin inherited from Adam and Eve. Paul the Apostle declared in Romans 3, 10 through 12, As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. The plan of salvation that Jesus Christ 
bought for all mankind on the cross of Calvary purifies the conscience of every man, woman, and child from sin. And when we are born again by immersion in water, in the name of Jesus Christ, and filled with God's Holy Spirit, we receive a second chance to start anew. The term baptism, therefore, means to dip, to plunge, to immerse in water. And it symbolizes the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. After being baptized, we will begin our spiritual walk with Jesus Christ, who has redeemed us from our sin. And it is the blood of Jesus Christ that removes our sins as far as the east is from the west, and he remembers them no more. God's word, the Bible, denotes the act of baptism. In Mark 16, 16, it reads, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Jesus Christ himself was baptized in the river Jordan as an example for all mankind to follow. At the baptism of Jesus Christ, a voice from heaven spoke, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. God confirmed the baptism of Jesus Christ, and today Jesus Christ will confirm his salvation to every man, woman, and child who will accept him as their personal Savior. The Apostle Peter described water baptism as the answer of a good conscience toward God. And being born of God's Holy Spirit means that we must all speak in God's unknown tongue as the evidence to prove that we have been filled with God's Holy Spirit within. The Holy Spirit is confirmed within us when we speak in God's unknown tongue or language just as the 120 disciples did who were filled on God's Holy, with God's Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, speaking as the Spirit gave them utterance. The 120 believers experienced the power of God's Holy Ghost outpoured upon them in the upper chamber in Jerusalem. And the Lord Jesus Christ blessed the 120 believers, and they also spoke in the native tongues of the multitude of Jews residing in Jerusalem. Our physical body being filled with God's Holy Spirit becomes the temple of the living God. And His Holy Spirit resides within us as the habitation of God through His Spirit. God's Holy Spirit is confirmed in believers as spoken by Jesus Christ in John 7, 37 through 38. It reads, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. When God's Holy Spirit was outpoured upon the 120 on the day of Pentecost, it was during the preparation for the festivities of the Feast of Pentecost. The Passover was complete, and Jesus Christ had risen from the dead and had ascended into heaven. God's Holy Spirit outpoured on the day of Pentecost was God's first fruits of His spiritual harvest. They personally witnessed and experienced the power of God's Holy Spirit, and the cloven tongues of fire were evident as they spoke in God's unknown language and in the native tongues of those gathered in Jerusalem. In Acts 2, 1 through 4, it identifies their spiritual experience. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all filled, were all with one accord in one place. 
and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The joyful sound of God's Holy Spirit within the 120 disciples stirred the entire city as the presence of God consumed them. They marveled and experienced firsthand the power of God's Holy Spirit being manifested upon 120 disciples in their native tongues. The Lord Jesus Christ has promised to give us another day of Pentecost with 3,000 souls being baptized and filled with God's Holy Spirit in one day. We hold fast to His promise and believe that God's promises are yea and amen. Acts 4.12 therefore confirms God's saving power and authority vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none of the name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The Apostle Paul instructed believers in the early churches that there is only one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all, through all, and in you all. Matthew 7, 21 to 23 also denotes, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. God's saving password to get into heaven is the name of Jesus Christ. As we read in John 14, 6, it says, Jesus saith unto them, I am the way and the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. This is the gospel message that Jesus Christ preached to all mankind on the shores of Galilee. And today we also preach that self-same gospel of the kingdom of God because the time is at hand and the soon coming return of Jesus Christ is evident. Therefore, today is our day of salvation. If we will only believe and hear His voice when Jesus Christ returns to the earth with the saints of God, He will triumphantly enter into the city of Jerusalem through the Golden Gate, and He will establish peace and order as the Prince of Peace. We as believers are spiritual Israelites and servants of the Lord Jesus Christ who can also relate to the hardships tests and trials of living a spiritual life similar to the life experienced by the children of Israel who journeyed through the wilderness. Their success was solely dependent upon their faith and obedience to God. It is the Lord Jesus Christ who provided for them and brought them through every obstacle during their entire journey. Today as God's spiritual servants, we stand upon the promise that the Lord Jesus Christ is with us and therefore, who can be against us? And we also can believe these comforting words of Jesus Christ given to every born-again believer in the body of Christ, the church. It says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. 
Therefore, today we can also claim the self-same promise given by Jesus Christ to his church in Psalms 105.15, saying, Touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. 1 Samuel 24.9-10 and 16-20 records the words of David to King Saul. And David said to Saul, Wherefore hearest thou men's words, saying, Behold, David, seeketh thy hurt? Behold, this day thine eyes have seen how that the Lord has delivered thee today into mine hand in the cave. And some bade me kill thee, but mine eyes spared thee. And I said, I will not put forth mine hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. And it came to pass when David had made an end of speaking these words unto Saul, that Saul said, Is this thy voice, my son David? And Saul lifted up his voice and wept. And he said to David, Thou art more righteous than I am, for thou hast rewarded me good, whereas I have rewarded thee evil. And thou hast showed me this day how, that thou hast dealt well with me. For as much as when the Lord had delivered me into thine hand, thou killest me not. For if a man find his enemy, will he let him go well away? Wherefore the Lord reward thee good for that that thou hast done unto me this day. And now behold, I know well that thou shalt surely be king, and that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in thine hand. The Lord Jesus Christ tested and proved David's spiritual character. And David, the eighth son of Jesse, was anointed by Samuel to be the future king of Israel. Knowing this, David acknowledged God's anointed and conducted himself wisely while in the presence of Saul. He respected Saul as God's anointed and that he would replace him as king in the Lord's time. The extreme circumstances suffered by David proved to the Lord Jesus Christ and to all mankind that he was indeed a man after God's own heart. Samuel described described Saul's actions as foolish, irreverent, and contemptible. His conduct, conduct caused his reign as king to, become, to come to an abrupt end, as noted in 1 Samuel 13, 13 and 14. And Samuel said unto Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandment of thy Lord thy God, which he commanded thee. For now with the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever. And now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord hath sought him a man after his own heart, and the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people, because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. We too, as spiritual servants and saints, called by the Lord Jesus Christ, must continue to be spirit-filled, led, and guided by God's Holy Spirit. And everything that we say and do is dependent upon the leading of God's Holy Spirit, and nothing is left to chance. We therefore are God's true born-again spiritual servants and oracles of God. And the presence of God's Holy Spirit is reflected in our daily lives. And the glory of God is manifested in us. And the Lord Jesus Christ continues to communicate daily with His Spirit-filled pastors, associate pastors, and saints of God. 
God's presence and manifestation of His Holy Spirit abides within the body of Christ the church, and His spiritual gifts are manifested daily through His believing saints. Therefore, as God's born-again believers, we must be filled and refilled with the Holy Spirit on a daily basis to be ready, willing, and available to serve the Lord Jesus Christ with our whole heart, mind, soul, and spirit. And whatever we do in word or deed must all be done in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The mission of the Apostolic Faith Church upon this earth is to see souls saved for Jesus Christ through the preaching of the gospel of the kingdom of God. We stand upon the promises of God as we continue to do His holy and blessed will each and every day upon this earth. We therefore can claim that same promise, protection, and warning from the Lord Jesus Christ, which declares, Touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. Standing true and faithful to our calling, we will then be ready to respond when the Lord Jesus Christ calls up His waiting bride, the church, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's Word and the church, and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee, and associate pastor, Edwin Sprout Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. To end another wonderful gospel telecast, we call upon our church band to play for you Pentecost in my soul.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.